Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. Hello, and welcome again. It's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. Um, what if this was like a loop and I never stopped? That would be... Really? I never stopped introducing podcasts. That would be really sad. I get out of bed. I'm introducing a podcast. I go to bed. I'm introducing a podcast. Never signing off. Oh, boy. Oh, Always no. starting a show. Oh, no. Hey, everybody. Going to bed now. What a nightmare. Welcome to the show. Good night. Um, That's terrifying. Where are we? Where have we been? <laughs> what podcast am it's I on? It's been a long week. Yeah, it has. We're down a car. Yes. We're down a car. When when did that happen? Monday. Morning. Monday morning. Right. Matt was finally feeling well enough to play golf. Which I hadn't since when I left the golf course early on Wednesday. So Monday morning. Bright eyed bushy tailed. I was like, I'm gonna go golf now. I was driving and then I saw what looked like a cardboard box. About the size of 
Like, uh... You described it as a six-pack. Six pack. Yeah, like a six-pack that holds some glass beer or something like that. I was like, oh, well, it's a dead center of the lane. I can't, like, go around it. I'll go straight over it. And it did not clear the bottom of my car. I dragged it for, like, 200 feet before I got up to a curb and unwedged it by driving up onto the curb. Long story short, uh, I got to the golf course, looked underneath my car, saw it leaking something, touched it, smelled it, didn't smell like gas, touched it, tasted it, it tasted like oil. Turns out it was a mix of antifreeze and oil. When I got home, uh, I I immediately left the golf course. Uh, And then when we got home, I looked and I could see that my radiator was actually cracked. And the car... And jettisoned all of its oil. Oh my god! Long story short, the car has been in the shop, got appraised. Insurance people are looking at it. So far, it's about fifteen thousand dollars of damage. Congratulations, everybody! Yeah. If you see a box in the road, drive around it. Can't drive around it. Stop. Reverse and go the other way. <laughs> uh, it's just such a. Now I gotta wait to see if Geico can, is gonna say yes to get this all done, and then we'll see how long that takes to order parts. Yeah, I mean, my big takeaway is like we don't really need two cars. That is your takeaway, kind of. We currently don't need two cars. Right. Because currently neither of us leave the house to do any work. Correct. That's not always going to be the case, I hope. I mean, me too, but. I mean, if it is the case, then we should get a motorcycle. No. Two motorcycles. You mean a. And a sidecar for Henry? A donor cycle? I would love that. Sidecar for Henry. No. And another sidecar for Bo. No way. And it just becomes like two sidecars. It might as well be a car. <laughs> oh my god. That'd be that'd be sweet. I've watched way too many doggles. Get get Bo some doggles. I, I mean, it would be very cute, but there's no way I would ever allow You've that watched way to too happen. Many what? Oh, TikToks oh, of god. people um, either paralyzed or dead from motorcycle accidents or people there was like this there was like a tiktok trend going around for a little while that was like five i think did i tell you about this it was like five things i'd never do as a like an emergency room doctor it would be like emergency room doctor pathologist funeral director (laughs) and like number one for everyone was motorcycles and they were all like we call them donor cycles like everyone made the same joke um I did learn a few other things though, like I love it though. If you wanna if you wanna teach me how to ride out there. No. I'm glad to learn. No. I disagree. I mean, no. Um also dashed any dreams of like driving an R V around. I would never. They're too big. Yeah, they're very dangerous. They're too big. They're they're kites. They become kites. Yes. And the wind will knock them everywhere. Yeah. And like that's just common sense. But you'd ride a motorcycle. I would ride a motorcycle because the wind won't get me. 
You have to fear the wind. Sure. Okay. No, RVs like a t- you know when I've driven up through the Rockies and stuff in like uh, like an SUV, it's terrifying. So I can't imagine anything bigger than that. Well, it's also like I think they like if they get in an accident, they catch on fire. Well, there's a lot of stuff. Happening <laughs> there's just a lot of things that Maybe I was something's like, something's in the stove. You yeah, know? and like people are just sitting at the table. Oh, like you're not crazy. strapped in. That's crazy. Like I just, I just feel like no. I mean, look, that's like then I wouldn't never. I'd never take a smaller than a seven forty seven plane. No, I'm not saying that. I'm no, just I'm just saying, saying like you know, if you're gonna like slice all these pies a little thin, that's another slice I'd take. No small airplanes. Well, I mean, already I would not fly on a on like someone's personal plane, like a jet. No, like someone who who owned like, like a small plane. A yes, and was I will. Take you up in their Cessna. Yes, like some. If someone was like, "Hey, hey, let's go to the I vineyard. just I just got my pilot's license. Let's go to Palm Springs." Did you hear that, Mark? <laughs> I'd be like, "No, thanks. I'm yeah. good." Well, let's go to Palm Springs. I'll meet you there. <laughs> okay, that's what I would say. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I would say. Uh, helicopters, no thanks. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Yep. Boy, we're really <laughs> we're really fun. We're exciting people. <laughs> All because I drove over a box. <laughs> I mean, look, you said it yourself. You could have your car could have exploded. Honestly, it was leaking so much oil, and I'm sure that it was sparking underneath the car. I, yeah, very well could have. I don't know what the metal box was, by the way. I tried even when I drove back. I tried to find it, but it was like on it was like on the on ramp to the two. And it was too dangerous to get out and try to get it. Mm. But I was very curious as to what the hell I hit. It came off one of these, like, pickup trucks that is piled to the ceiling. I mean, to the sky with, like, recyclable metal. Is that an only in LA thing? I don't know. But, like, when I described it to the insurance adjuster, she seemed to know what I meant. Probably because shit like this happens all the time. It's never tied down. <laughs> oh, something went through your windshield from a haphazardly loaded pickup truck? Well, uh, yeah. So luckily, guy. by the way, everyone, turns out I'm not at fault for that, which seems great. But also, like, who knows when my car comes back? Yeah. If anyone's wondering why it costs so much to get fixed, um, here's the list of things that are broken with it. Ready? Under your front bumper, we found that your oil cooler did sustain damage, as you can see here, and it is leaking. Also, we found that your line here has an indentation. And because of the force that drove up the oil cooler, it also bent your radiator, uh, your transmission oil cooler, and the low temperature radiator as well. So we'll send you estimates for all of replacing all your radiators and coolers. All of the radiators. And also your pat your trim that got broken. And I'll submit an estimate for your bumper. I mean not, we don't do repairs here unless you want to take it somewhere to get repaired. But I'll include that in 
yesterday. There you go. That laundry list of things is what broke on my car. Mm. I did, by the way, love that they sent me a video of this. Like the video inspection of the car. Yeah, that was kind of cool, actually. I really liked it. I liked seeing underneath the car. I liked knowing what was doing. Because like, I could only see a little bit of it. when I went, Henry and I went under there. Henry brought his flashlight. <laughs> his purple UV <laughs> flashlight. I wonder if they had to do that for insurance or if that's just like standard. Uh, it was in the same format as all the whenever it goes in for service. So I'm sure oh. the videos are standard. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Anyway, so let's see. What else happened this week? Henry, that. Henry stayed home from school Monday and Tuesday because he was sick. Yep. And, and when then, he's sick, he watches Mickey. Right. So Wednesday, he was like, Mama, I'm still sick. <laughs> That's his new thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the fake cough. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, you're still sick? Hmm. Well, you're not going to be able to watch Mickey today. Even if you're sick, you you know, you'll, you won't watch Mickey till five. And he was kind of like deflated by that. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, so I think you're going to go to school. And he like didn't fight me. <laughs> I was like, you're not going to watch Mickey. First of all, you're not staying home. You're not sick anymore. And second of all. I mean, he is. He has a nagging cough. He has a nagging cough, but like even. And, and he can't hear anything and his ears hurt. So. Even his teacher was like oh, they can have this cough for like weeks after they have a cold. Great. So. Look forward to it. Um, I read a rumor on a, like some mom, some LA mom Facebook group that the, <laughs> the locus of the hand, foot, and mouth spread is <laughs> this, I'm not going to say the name because I don't want to like slander it, but this uh, pumpkin patch in Culver City that we went to last year that we did not Interesting. enjoy. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Noted. <laughs> they take Arlo back this year? No. Are they going to skip it? God, no. Um, yeah. So I was like, hmm. All right. Noted. I guess that makes sense. Everyone's touching everything. Everyone's touching everything. There's like bouncy houses. There's like all kinds of surfaces that kids are just snotting all over and dry hay. Dry hay. <laughs> like the, uh, like fire. Like the that's how hot it is. It's yeah. Like the surface of, of the oh sun. Oh my god, it was like the surface of the sun. And yeah. Otherwise it's been like it rained a little bit here when Dory's dad was in town. It rained twice. Yeah. And, and then it rained last night, actually. Dory claims it rained last night. It did. I didn't see the rain, but I believe her, I guess. Mm. Um, yeah, so. Henry wants to go to Paris? Oh, yeah, Henry wants to go to Paris. He has a book about a dog who moves to Paris for the year who doesn't speak French and enrolls in a French class for dogs because he had thought that all dogs spoke dog, but actually... The, the dogs in Paris speak French and he has all kinds of like fun Parisian adventures. Mostly consists of going to cafes and yeah. Eating sausages. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Henry, Henry is intrigued. He wants to go. When I told him if he can come up with 12 grand, <laughs> we can go. 
Yeah. Somehow. Uh, and then let's see what else is new on that front. Oh, I tipped a golf cart over again. I say again because I did it once in my youth. Well, and that, but I was by myself on the golf. I was going to say, was it was it filmed? Is it on YouTube? It is not. <laughs> but uh, I was going up a hill with like the freshly cut grass. Like a lot of it was still sitting on the thing, and it just was slick. And my cart just cart just rolled back, and I didn't quite have it at the right angle, and Yikes. it tipped to its side. And I hurt my neck a little bit. And then I tipped the golf cart back up uh, and wiped it off with my golf towel and then went about my business. <laughs> and everything was fine until the oh gas pedal gosh. broke off, which I'm not convinced was as a result of the fall. Um, You think it was unrelated? I do. That morning, Matt texted me because usually, well, I wouldn't say usually, but like a lot of times he's back before Henry has to leave for school and that that but the, the previous night you had told henry you'd be back in time to make him some toast correct so i said to henry dita's not going to be back because the gas pedal on his golf cart broke true and he had a lot of questions he wanted to know if you were going to bring the golf cart home to fix it I'd happily he, fix it for Shoal Canyon. If they he wanted, wanted to see a picture. Mm -hmm. So you sent a picture. I had to Google a picture of a guy. I, like, I didn't take a picture. Weirdly, I didn't take a picture. I probably should have taken a picture, but I didn't. And then he was asking me, like, what's broken? What? Like, and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> like, He's very curious. He is. But I was also like, I don't know the, the underpinnings of a golf cart. Look, today he went through a couple injuries, self-sustained, came in for some ice. Both times. Within about five seconds. And then there was enough ice and he was good to go. Yeah. So he knows he knows things. Yeah, he knows things. He knows right. how to ask for ice. All right. He also knows how to manipulate everyone. And I, I mean, I don't know. This he's, morning, I was so annoyed with him. He's a lot right now. Oh, my God. He's screaming at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And then it's like, I'm like, I go in there and then I'm trapped in there. Mm -hmm. And then I was like falling asleep on the couch next to him while he was watching Mickey this morning. And every time I fell asleep, he jumped on me. Like, and there's nothing like coming out of a dead sleep to a, to a child just catapulting themselves onto your sternum. Oh my God. Anyway. Um, I took him to the beach this morning and for literally an hour, an hour, we stood and like we stood by the wave, like we stood at the edge of the waves and just like let the waves wash over our feet and legs. Mm -hmm. And every so often a big one would come in and he'd go, oh, big one. And he would run <laughs> up the beach. <laughs> That sounds fun. It was fun. I it was, was sweet. I was recording a podcast. He was just like that. so, it was such a like simple thing. You know what I mean? Like he just wanted to stand there and like watch the ocean and like watch for the big waves and. Look, you know, it's funny to me. Like now he comes out and we look for the moon and he does, if he doesn't see the moon. He's, he's like, I see Jupiter. Jupiter's right there. And he's usually correct when it is Jupiter. 
And then we've seen Mars before, but like he's interested. Yeah. So I bought this giant laser pointer because I can point to the stars. Cool. With it, you know, because it goes far enough to like, you know, be like, here, that's that's Jupiter. Right. Anyway, guys, anyway. thanks so much for listening. We'll be right back after these words from our sponsors. And uh, don't forget to email the show. Matt and Dory Gmail. Dory and Matt at Gmail. If you have any questions about three and a half year olds or how we got one, <laughs> right, uh, right in. We'll be right back. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, what the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks tees and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good look when i open up my uh sock drawer and i see a clean pair of bombas sitting on top not only do my feet sort of jump for joy but like I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like you know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hi, we're back. Um, What's up first, Dory? Well, 
Matt. <laughs> it was funny when Henry called you Dory the other day. When did he call me Dory? When I said, when I, hey, I think your dad was here too. Whatever. We Henry and I were outside and we hit the ball. He hit the ball somewhere and I had to like get you to take Bo in or something like that. And I was like, Dory, can you get the whatever? And then he goes at Dory. <laughs> Um, oh, we should also congratulate the Phillies. Congratulations, Phillies, on making it to the nah, the World Series. The World Series. Who'd have, who'd have thunk it? Uh, I just, you know, there's a groundskeeper, a uh, greenskeeper named Luke, who moved to Nashville in June. And uh, he would, I, would, I talked to him about baseball quite a bit. And I told him, I was like, the Phillies, I think the Phillies are going to be really good this year and underrated. And then, like, the last time I saw him, it was, like, the June swoon for the Phillies, and they were way out of it. And he's like, I thought you said the Phillies were supposed to be good this year. <laughs> I was like, hang in there. And, and now I wish he was he didn't move to Nashville, just so I could be like, see, I told you. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I'm rooting for Philly. Okay. We got a follow-up from Anonymous about the secret half-sibling situation. Yes, yes. Um, the nasty navigations. Nasty navigations? It's like hard to navigate. It's nasty. Oh, Your oh, Mom's oh. going to be upset or you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear, I hear you. Not the best choice of words, yeah. but you know. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, they wrote, hey guys, thanks for reading my email. Just a quick follow up on a few questions you had. Matt's math was mostly right. My husband is 42 and his brother is 59. My mother-in-law got pregnant from a boyfriend, not my father-in-law, and she thought they would get married. He broke up with her instead. Her parents sent her away to have the baby so it could be adopted through some Catholic agency for, quote, women in trouble. Mm -hmm. And yes, I'm 100% sure that my mother-in-law never dreamed this would surface. As Dory mentioned, in the 60s, the idea of DNA testing would have been science fiction. Over the years, she seems to have completely repressed it. Catholics can be pretty good at that. True. I sincerely hope the guilt hasn't been eating away at her all these years. I wrote in because this is obviously a very weird situation. And as a longtime listener, I know that if there's anyone out there who can relate to the secret half sibling signal, it's probably through the pod. Though who knows? Maybe this will go down with the nuclear exposure signal as the only unanswered signals in excellent history. Thanks again, Anonymous. Well. We have not gotten any responses to this really yes weirdly i thought we would we not yet is anyway. this the nuclear radiation on semen of of 2022 maybe we and you know we read we recently not so long ago we read a follow-up from from that listener i know yeah um i don't know i'm in like i'm in a couple of like weird facebook groups for people who are trying to find people and it's like fascinating. Why are you in them? Because I'm just interested in the human condition. Oh, I thought you were going to try to find, are you trying to find someone? No, I already did 23 and me. There's no mysteries to any of my genealogy. Mm. <laughs> my dad's entire side of the family was killed. <laughs> so there's nothing there. Mm -hmm. And then uh, my mom's side, like it's nothing. There's no surprises. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> pretty boring. All right. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we have, so anyway, oh, so these groups in one of them today, someone had posted about their 99 year old aunt who 
had been adopted and she never had kids. She grew up, you know, she didn't know her parents or siblings or whatever. And mm-hmm. they, her extended family found her and she's 99. Maybe she just turned 100 or something. And they all met and had this like beautiful reunion. Wow. Yeah. It's like pretty amazing. She spent, I mean, 100 years. I mean, ka-ching. If she's got some property she owns, go meet her now. Get in the will. Have a great time. She's 99. You're not going to put much more work in. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, I just thought that was a really nice story. All right. We have a voice memo. May I oh. have the uh, appropriate wire, please? Do, 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 do. We should have a we should have a, a a sound for voice memos or voicemails. Mm. Anything? Right. Anything? Captain, Captain, we are being hailed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that, that, that is, uh, not exactly what I had in mind, but. Captain, incoming message. Incoming message. <laughs> sure. All right, here we go. Hey, Matt and Dory, this is Katie. Um, I just sent you a killer email with an amazing pun, uh, for Dory's notary influencer handle, um, notary, obviously. Um, but then after I sent that email, I remembered I had about 5,000 other things that I wanted to, um, write in about, but I am in the parking lot of the grocery store. So I figured I would send a voice memo. Um, So first of all, I want to thank everybody. Um, I had written in about having some complicated feelings about potentially moving to embryo donation. Um, And we are heading into our last retrieval sometime next week, likely early next week. Um, So I'll take all the good thoughts and vibes. We're not religious, but you know, someone feels like throwing a prayer up there for me. I wouldn't say no. (laughs) Um, So we'll see if we get any more embryos from this last retrieval. Um, If not, we will have one embryo left um, to try and then that's it. And we'll move on to um, embryo uh, donation slash adoption. The other thing I wanted to say as well is just a thank you to Dory because you inspired me to take up piano lessons again. Um, I actually have played piano for probably probably about 20 years and I'm nowhere near as good as that makes me sound. Um, (laughs) But I do love playing the piano. It's been probably about 10 years since I've played seriously. Um, I was a music teacher for five years, so I have my bachelor's and master's um, in music education and I've left music education as a field, but um, still love music, obviously. And playing the piano again has just been such an awesome way to challenge myself, have some time to myself and, you know, be working on something that's just for me. And I think that's really important as parents that we do take time to do things that are just for us. So um, I want to thank you for inspiring me to do that. Um, I can't remember the 5,000 other things I wanted to say. Um, The last thing and one of the main reasons why I decided to send in a voice memo was um, my last name. So I joined the Patreon to get all the the hot GBBO goss, as they say. Um, And then I heard you guys uh, pitching some pronunciations for my last name. So I figured 
word, I would call in and let you all know. It is pronounced Savagian. Um, Savagian. And I, I don't like to draw this comparison, but it has the same sort of cadence as Kardashian um, because it is an Armenian last name. Although I am not Armenian, my husband is not Armenian. Um, his dad was adopted and um, got a really cool Armenian last name as a result. So anyway, this is way too long, so I'm going to leave now. But thank you, uh, Katie Savagian. 1700 square feet in Vancouver, Washington, and um, too many Costco hot dogs. Someday I'm going to calculate how many minutes I have taken off my life via hot dog, um, but TBD. Hang on. I closed the hailing frequencies. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We'll send along the good vibes your way. I'm sorry that you decided to take sent. piano up again. Why? Because I'm sure that there are others around her that um, now have to listen to piano a lot. What's that supposed to mean? I mean, you go from no piano hearing to a lot of piano hearing. Uh-huh. It's a big change. Yeah, and? Nothing. What? What? You get to listen to some beautiful music. What? Dory plays a lot of classical romps. <laughs> yes, they're beautiful. She plays a lot of classical romps. Sometimes I'm hearing it and I'm like, that can't be the correct note to play. And then it is. It's like, what? Sounds Listen, weirdly dissonant. They got wild in the 18th century. Turns out they did. <laughs> um. Well... Nice to know that my musical stylings are appreciated. <laughs> Not. I love <laughs> hearing her play. <laughs> it's okay. You don't have to pretend. No, I do. Mm. Look, you. all you did was complain that I never played the piano after we got it, and now I play the piano, and now you're complaining. I'm not complaining. Mm. I was merely apologizing to her family on behalf of us. <laughs> sure. Um... Okay, we're going to hear one more email and then take a little break. This is from Brittany. Hi, Dory, Matt, Henry, and Bo. You recently gave me great advice on birthday gifts for our soon-to-be one-year-old. I'm happy to report the grandparents came through with a pickler and a nugget. Whoa. Recently, a neighbor knocked on our door asking if we would be interested in selling our home. Our property borders a large plot of land he owns. Basically, he gave us an offer we couldn't refuse, allowing us the ability to likely pay cash for our next place. We found a rental home and now need to prepare for a move by mid-January. How the heck do we move with a toddler? I know you all moved when Henry was younger. Do you have any lessons learned what worked? And is there anything you wish you did differently? My husband and I are experienced movers. We've moved five times since 2017. Last November, we even moved across the country with our then 2.5 two and a half week old. I know we can pack everything up pretty quickly, but how can we make the transition easier on our little one? Thanks, Brittany. Um, he's not going to care that much at that age. At one and some change. That's like how old Henry was. He wasn't even one yet, actually. No, he wasn't one yet. Uh, no, their, their son is... Oh. Yeah, actually, I don't, we don't know how old our son is exactly. Birthday gifts for our soon-to-be one-year-old. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. Her, yes. Her son was two and a half weeks last November. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, right. In my head, her son was two. Okay. 
I mean, my biggest piece of advice, I guess I have two pieces of advice. One is, can you hire someone or have fam- someone helpful from your family come in to be with the child while you are doing moving things? I think just having like an extra set of hands around is very helpful. Yeah. We had Holly. She took Henry with her. They can't, they, they brought stuff over to the new house and like played in the empty new house. Yeah. Um, we also set up his room first. Yep. And got him like, got his crib all set, got like, you know, his dresser, his bath stuff, like everything was set so that, it didn't matter if the rest of the house was in chaos. Like his stuff was set up and we could do all his like normal routines that first night and put him to bed. Right. He was in his familiar crib, just different room. And like, to- it was totally fine. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's my advice. I don't know. You you didn't say like, are you moving are you doing a, a long distance move? Are you just moving like across town? Because I think that makes a difference too. Like if you're moving across the country, as you know, you know, you're probably not going to have all your stuff for a little while. So that's kind of a different scenario than just like moving across town where like everything will be there that day. So you moving to a rental home in mid January. Sounds like you're moving close so I'm going to assume you're moving close, in which case my advice still stands. Yeah, and if you paid you in cash and you got a little extra laying about. Throw some money at the problem. Throw some money at the problem. And that means, you know, maybe you rent the house a month earlier than you really need it just so you can slowly get stuff over there. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Otherwise, do it all one day as fast as you can, which is what we did. Yeah. Thank you. Even though it took 14 hours. It was a long day. Oh my God, it was so long. I mean, the next place we move to, it's going to be 20 hours. At least. The next time we move, we will be more, we will do more in advance. Because last time- More than time, nothing? More, well, yeah, because we moved pretty quickly. You were working. Right. Henry was a baby. Like, there wasn't a ton we could do ahead of time. Right. So, like- you know, I I think it'll just be it'll it'll kind of just be a different situation. Hmm. Well, tune in then, everybody. <laughs> uh, we're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. One more time. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just sixty bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi. We're back. Hi. Uh, all right. We have... A voicemail, and I'm just going to say that this person in their signature mm-hmm. says their name, and then it says cellist. Mm-hmm. It also says that they are a string clinician. Hmm. So, anyway, here's their voicemail. This will come in 
later. Hey, Matt and Dory. This is Melissa calling from Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. Um, I wanted to call in first and thank you guys for the community that you've built. I was one of the, the many folks who... Uh, Took about two years to get our science baby, um, and she was born in April of 2021. And I mean, we're just so lucky to have her and so grateful for the community that you've built that kind of got me through the whole process. So thank you for that. Um, I heard you guys say that you are looking for some emails this week, and uh, because I am officially and finally caught up with you guys as of this week, um, I wanted to give a shameless self-promotion here. It's not something that I do frequently, but here we are. Uh, I am a professional cellist, singer, and educator, and one of my projects over the quarantine and over the past year has been with my children's music duo, Big Idea Committee. And in June, we put out our very first debut album, Big Idea Committee, and we've got uh, a bunch of songs that kind of go through using your imagination and pretend play and being kind and moving our bodies and doing all sorts of really fun stuff um, under the umbrella of being a committee that just has really big ideas. So uh, it's with President Christine, Vice President Melissa, and of course, our favorite friend, Carl the Cello. Uh, so if you have any listeners out there who are interested in checking out some fun new music, please feel free. And if you also have any listeners who are on that Grammy voting committee, we are officially in the running for uh, best children's album we submitted this year and would love uh, for anybody to take a listen. And if you feel so, so inclined, give us your vote. So, uh, yeah, thanks again for everything that you do. Really appreciate the podcast. Um, again, Melissa calling from Phoenixville, PA in about 2,400 square feet with a husband, a science baby, 18 months old, two cats, probably about three hot dogs, a 55 inch TV in the basement and a 70 inch TV, uh, in the living room. Thanks again. I like a shameless plug here and there. Tell me that again. The string committee. Yeah, the string committee. I mean, that's why that's why I put it in because I was like, eh, we haven't done a shameless plug in a while. Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I'm trying to like find something on YouTube. It's getting. I'm getting a lot of stuff on the January sixth committee. Hmm. <laughs> Not great SEO on this on the string committee. <laughs> Play it again. Like I want to hear that part so I can. Oh wait, it. big idea committee. Thank you. That's that's what I wanted to hear. I'm on their band camp. Well, look, I found them. Here we go. Really, you as a whole group of big thinkers like you? Do you want to join our big idea committee? Yeah. Yes. yes. Great. Well. Come along! We're the Big Idea Committee. We're the Big Idea Committee. When we get together, our goal is clear. Making plans for fun all year. Do you have ideas for fun? Say I and then we can move on. I, 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 I don't get it. Let me break it down for you. A-Y-E. I. It means yes. I agree with the group. Like this. All in favor, say aye. Aye. When a new thought bubbles within your mastermind, 
raise your hands. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it's good. Big thinkers, repeat after me. I've got an idea. I've got an idea. A big idea. Who elected Christine the president? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Was it Carl the cello? I like it. That is that is only that is guys, go give them a subscribe on YouTube, the Big Idea Committee. They have 43 subscribers. Check that 44. There you go. That's pretty fascinating. Like the idea of like a concept album for children. Yeah, I mean, I think there's probably a lot of stuff like that out there. Well, I like this stuff, okay? I know. I'm, I, I wasn't saying like... Back off, Dory. No, I think it's great. I think you back off. I'm going to join the committee. <laughs> I'm going to run for president. Look out. Well, look look out, Christine is, and this Melissa. Is, this has really inspired him. <laughs> Finally, the motivation he was looking for. <laughs> back off, Carl. <laughs> Uh, okay. Moving on. Yes. This is from Katie. Hi, Dory, Matt, Henry, and Bo. Thanks for everything you do to keep the show going. You're the highlight of my Monday mornings. As I was listening to the most recent episode, I was amazed to hear how quickly Henry and Matt went through the practice balls Matt ordered. Oh my God, it was insane. Maybe I missed you discussing this in a previous episode, but where in the shrubs slash bush slash tree to the balls do the balls disappear to? I was wondering if there's any way for you to have a task rabbit gather the balls or even getting a small batting cage might be cheaper than continuing to order all those balls every week or so. As a child-free listener, there are a few topics for me to contribute to, but this one had my wheels turning. Thanks again. Katie in Vermont, 1,900 square feet with my husband. We have one 48-inch TV and probably 10 hot dogs so far this year. Okay, wait. Before we get to her email, Katie, where in Vermont are you? I've become very Vermont curious. She's really looking into Vermont, guys. I'd move to Vermont. That's that's in Red Sox Nation. Yeah. Um, interesting thought. Well, here's the problem. We have shrubs that are roughly 20 feet high. They're very... What do you think? You think 20 is correct? I think that's about right. Yeah, they're extremely high. 20 feet high, and what happens is they'll land at the top of them. Like, he'll hit them, and they'll arch and land at the top of those shrubs, and they die sort of up in the up in the very top of them. So, I don't have any 20-foot ladders, and that's why I can't get them down. Maybe if there's, like, a task rabbit, like, ladder man. I'm sure there is. He swings by with a bunch of ladders. And then also our roof. On our roof, there's a lot of them as well. There's a lot on our roof. So that's where they disappear to. He hits them high on purpose, and it really annoys me. And then he smirks. Yeah, he like he has like a he deliberately has a very high launch angle. I hit the I turn I I swing the bat and it hits the ball, and the ball goes pow. <laughs> that's what he says. Uh. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Katie. Please do let us know about Vermont. Oh, okay. he told me today, twice, oh, yes, that he would like pajamas with feet. Really? Yes. He came in and had we had a pajama discussion on Star Trek, the next conversation today that Henry was a part of. Okay. And uh, he said that he wanted pajamas with feet. And then 
when I was putting pajamas on him tonight, he was like, Dita, when can you get me the pajamas with feet that cover my feet? He wants his feet covered. That is fascinating. Okay. I mean, I don't... I don't know if you can get two-piece pajamas with feet. No, no one's saying get two-piece pajamas. No, I know. I doesn't need two-piece pajamas I, anymore. Well, two-piece pajamas are a little easier for, like, you know, just potty and stuff like that. Yeah, again, stuff he asks us to do anyway. That's true. I need to pee. Take off my <laughs> pants, Take please. Off my pants. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh gosh. Let me see what they have at uh good old old navy. Yep, here we go. Unisex two-way zip printed footy pajama one piece three pack for toddler and baby. That's him. That's him. Oh, oh these are cute. There you go. Oh, with little 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 raccoons. Look at these. I love them. I love these. And they'll have feet. And they'll have feet. <laughs> And then he'll ask for the ones with the mittens. Like because he, he sees the pictures of him as an infant. Oh my god. He I mean he only wore those fold over because like they only make the fold over one. We cause we didn't do individual mittens. We only got him the pajamas that had the fold over cuffs. Yeah. And I think they only make those like up to three months or something. Like you can't get them in bigger. I'm just saying. Yeah. What's hilarious to me lately though is his like today i was like bud i can't like it was so early it was still dark out sunrise wasn't until 705 i was like but we need to rest so he's like he's like i want to go on the bed and rest with you and i was like all right so i lay down and he comes into the thing and he's like sitting like this for five seconds and he goes when's it gonna be seven o'clock and it's just like, it's 629. <laughs> he's like, when's it going to be seven o'clock? I'm like, it's 631. <laughs> and then I suddenly look and he's like, he's, he's taken his sleep sack off. And I'm just like, why have you not put this together that you could do that in your crib? Oh, yeah. He has not really put that together. I, I ha- My eyes are open. I have to wake up now. That's what he says. That's what you hear coming out of the room at, at whatever time in the morning. My eyes are open. I have to wake up now. Oh, gosh. All right. Okay. Uh, last email is from Melinda. A uh, quick note to add to the TV discussion. When I was a kid in the 80s and 90s, we had our one and only TV sitting on a little cart with wheels. The cart could be turned so the TV would face the living room if turned one way or the kitchen dining area if turned the other way. I thought we were the coolest because no one else I knew had a TV that could face multiple rooms. (laughs) For my parents, it was probably a great way to be able to watch TV in multiple rooms without having to buy another TV. We were definitely a TV family, even though we only had one TV. It was on in the background anytime anyone in the home was awake. I still love TV and usually have a familiar comfort show that I don't really have to pay attention to streaming in the background of my phone on my phone much of the day. And now that we have an older child, 14, it's been so much fun to introduce him to some of our older favorite shows currently rotating between the office and X files. Sadly, we failed at getting him hooked on GBBO. Thanks for keeping the pod going. Love getting to know how sweet Henry and you continue to give me something to look forward to for that Monday morning commute. Melinda in Maine. Hmm. I'm also main curious. 
with husband and aforementioned teen son, two cats, two bunnies, and a bunch of fish in 1,700 square feet with woodworking and blacksmith shops. Oh, I remember you, Melinda. Currently filled with totes of about a third of our belongings that have been removed from our lower level due to a very expensive mold Mold remediation. remediation project. Sigh. Some of the fun in Maine. Quite a few Applegate Farms beef hot dogs this year. I always forget to count. And one 42-inch TV plus a large gaming monitor that we also use for viewing TV and movies. Why aren't you ever Massachusetts curious? I'm, I'm Massachusetts curious. <laughs> Massachusetts is expensive, though. Not all of it. No, not all of it, I guess. Okay. All right. Thank you, everyone. Oh, let me also say, by the way, 13 years old, Prime. That was Prime X-Files time for me. 14, rather. Yeah, I was in college. Um, we used to, our, my roommates and I used to watch it every week. You know, when I was in college, early college, like, I don't know what year it was. I want to say it was like 2005, four. My backpack that had the office DVDs in it got stolen and I was so <gasps> bummed. The British office, the original office, none of this bullshit American office. Wow. That's just rude. Um, okay. Let's thank our Patreon supporters who have hopefully listened to our Bake Off recap this week already. Did you post it? Yeah. Great. I think I texted Halloween you Halloween week. it. Halloween week. Next week, we have Custard Week. I'm excited about Custard Week. Which I'm intrigued by because... Will it be Kevin's last stand? I mean, how could it not be? All right. Um, but you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash adventure. If you join at the $10 level or above, you get our uh, GBBO recaps plus two regular bonus episodes. At the $5 level, you get a bonus episode each month and your name read on the podcast. You also get our huge back catalog of Patreon episodes. And there's a, there's a it's big, tremendous. big back catalog. All right. Thank you to the following Patreon supporters. Paige Schumacher. Pamela L. Ryan. Pamela Wong. Paul Sharp. Paula. Penny from Massachusetts. Rebecca Posey. Robert Hamilton. Robin K. Sadie Massa. Sam from Espoo. Sarah Dauberman. Sarah Dauberman. Sarah Schlageter. Sarah Friedman. Sarah L. Sarah Swift. Sherry Olson. Uh, Simone Vandwinkle. SJV. Vandwinkle. 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 Spike. Stephanie Genevieve. Uh, Steve Harcourt. Susan Gross. Tanya Lamos. Tanya Kay. The Holterman Clan. The Kembles. Tracy Jury. Vanessa Ferguson. Well, that sounds like a new name. Welcome, Vanessa. Uh, all right, everybody. See you next week. Don't Bye. forget to email us so we can have a show. Mandory Gmail. Dory Matt at Gmail. Bye. Bye.